hello there. You are listening to Jillian Bean, and this is a show where we talk about all manner of geek topics, tech, movies, TV shows, games, and more. It's hosted by none other than Brandon Maines, an unlikely hero from the distant lands of the United States, and myself, Jelly, a.k.a. Daniel Farrelly, an Apple fanboy with a heart of gold. Today is Friday, the 7th of June, 2013, and this is episode 28. Hello, Bean. Hello, Jelly. You're sounding a little bit sick today. Well, you know, I, I said to myself, Brandon, what can you do to, you know, make yourself, you know, give yourself more of an interesting story? And then and I said, oh, I'll be sick. You're, you're, you're totally, totally fully sick. Yeah. Mm. Well, it'll just make it more memorable because then we can look back on this and say, hey, you remember that episode, the one where you were sick? And people will be like, oh, yeah, I remember that. That was great. Yeah, it was the best episode we ever did. Yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, after last week's really short episode, this week we have quite a lot to talk about. So we should probably just like get straight into that, eh? Let's do that. So the first thing that I, I wanted to bring up today was uh, over the last um, what week ago? What well, wasn't a week ago? It was only like a few days ago that this kind of came up, came to my attention, uh, and and thanks to James for pointing it out to me. So. James uh, sent me a, a, a message on, on Twitter saying that, you know, there was asking if I'd heard about this uh, this patent thing uh, that's going down with, with uh, podcasting. And then all of a sudden, the next day, I saw, like, heaps of uh, heaps of news articles about this and that sort of stuff. So, there's a, there's a thing at the moment where there is a, what is commonly known as a patent troll, uh, who is basically suing a whole bunch of people for... Uh, breaching their patent on podcasting. Okay. And uh, part of the reason that I'm talking about it here is because technically we would we are in danger of of being you know targeted by this uh, by this suit, I guess, because uh, basically it's a, it's a patent that covers uh, some very basic kind of stuff. You know, you know how patents are, and they're really open and not not necessarily uh something that you can really nail down to a, a, to specifics so it kind of covers uh it covers the uh, disseminating of media content uh, like episodic media content over over the internet right uh which is basically what podcasting is and uh so of course you know that a, a group has come together to uh to you know to fight back because you know, patents suck. <laughs> and uh, so I'll, I'll link to their website because uh, basically uh, the, there's there's a couple of things that you can you can do to help uh, help podcasting uh, stay alive and not to kind of come under this because uh, you know if one person goes down then it's more likely that more more than that will will go down and right. We we love we love our podcasts. I love my podcasts. I mean, I love the ones that I li- both listen to and 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 host. Uh, but you love the ones you host more, right? Of course, okay. of course. <sighs> they're the, they're like the best podcasts. I think ever. they're not like the best podcasts, really. They are the best <laughs> podcasts. It's true. Confidence. Uh, <laughs> confidence. So, so uh, there's basically two things that you can do. Uh, you can help support them by donating money, which is uh, they they had a they had a goal uh, of thirty thousand dollars that would help them to uh, you know to basically make their case, uh, and they've blown way past that. It's at it's at the time of recording. It's at over sixty-seven thousand uh, dollars, so that's more than twice as much as they originally were asking for. You can still, you know, donate money if if that's so true. Like if you so choose, uh, but the way that they're really wanting people to help is to is for people to um, provide them with uh, with prior art, right? Uh, which is uh, so prior art is this thing in in, in patents where uh, if you can prove essentially that you have, you know, that that you were doing this before the patent existed, then that's technically prior art, uh, and that's you know that will be um, 
generally in the form of you know diagrams that explain how it works uh so that you can kind of prove that you had the idea f- you know that somebody else had the idea first uh and that would descent that essentially protects against uh patent suits um so if i if i remember correctly this this patent is actually from really before before podcasts existed right uh, such as they are now um i think it was it was uh, filed with the U.S. Patent Office in '96. Yeah, uh, October October second, nineteen ninety-six. Um, so we need so people need to find. Basically, their their job now is that they've got I think a year or so to find uh, prior art that uh, that from like from before then, so before October second, ninety-six, uh, that discloses something that's similar um or you know exactly the same uh which they can use to try and uh try and you know protect podcasting essentially um so the group that's come together is is a is a group called EFF the Electronic Frontier Foundation uh and they they've they've uh they've partnered up with Harvard's Cyber Law Clinic to to fight this uh so you know now, now that they've basically got the money that they need uh, they'll be they'll be you know creating a you know doing all the work to f- to find the prior art so that they can um you know so that they can uh you know help defeat this uh, paint suit um right and uh and you know save save the world save the world yeah uh, do, do you know it's funny that this is a, this actually isn't my uh not that I'm not that we're really like personally personally involved this isn't my first time uh being involved with patent stuff. Right. When I was in uh, uni, uh, I worked for a professor and him and another uh, colleague uh, of mine kind of developed a medical, I'm going to call it a medicine dispersal unit. And we attempted to patent it and we got turned down because someone else had uh, done a patent before us on something so far overreaching but somehow had gotten accepted yeah yeah well a lot of a lot of patents uh exi- that exist kind of they're very they're very vague they could be any number of things uh well this one was was everything yeah uh like it it <laughs> it, it delivered medicine but it, it also uh controlled stereos and the, <laughs> the lights in a house i'm not kidding and, and the lights in a house and right, like it just it it pretty much was a uh was hell right from, uh, space odyssey good well, it's good to know that somebody has the patent on hell, yes, uh because it just means that you know that some random company won't necessarily be able to uh to you know build him, yeah. which is probably you know all the daves out there can uh can feel safe again mm good. So, look, guys, if you want to, uh, if you do want to help uh, with, you know, protecting podcasting, saving the world from patent trolls like this, uh, you can you can do, do other of the things that I mentioned. You can either help them find prior art. So, if you think you know of any, or if you think you can find any, uh, you can you know just do a search, do a search, and you can you know and submit it to them. Uh, for, like they've got uh, the details are on the website. Uh, you can also you know donate money if if you so choose and uh and you know i'm sure that every dollar helps them even though that you know they're over their initial uh initial budget they that they uh were asking for uh more money is always better in my experience anyway (laughs) so it uh, always works well for us yeah it generally works well when i have more money than when i have less money because I can buy more things and pay for more things. And it's better. It's better all around. Uh, so I'll, I'll throw the links for those in the show notes. So speaking of not that, uh, you, you remember how we've talked about Guardians of the Galaxy a couple times already? Because we keep finding things that are, that, that, that are interesting we need to bring up. Yes. Well, you know uh, Doctor Who. I do know Doctor Who. And you know Amy Pond on Doctor Who. I do. I mean, not not personally, but you know, I you know wish of her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
So you know the actress who plays Amy Pond on Karen, Doctor Who? Karen Gillan, yes. That's true. So it turns out she's going to be in Gardens of the Galaxy. Which is amazing. Although, um, I do want to point out that this will probably destroy the rumour that David Tennant was joining the cast. Um, uh, both you and I have had like conversations about you know casting casting various different things, and uh, my my thinking is that it's unlikely that they'll cast two uh, fairly major people from uh, from from like a such a um, popular sci-fi franchise because because it basically you know it's it's basically. Um, it's one of those things where you know if you if you have too many of those people, it just becomes about the fact that you know half of Doctor Who is in Guardians of the Galaxy, right? So it's pe- people won't be going to see the movie; they'll be going to see what what Doctor Who references you're making. Yeah, so you know they're they're going to expect something that's not necessarily going to be there. So I I just yeah I I I think that the fact that Karen Gillan is joining the cast it pro- probably means that. David Tennant's not going to be there, which is sad for me. But you know, Karen Gillan is—I uh, can, I can, you know, I can deal with that. Especially considering that she's going to be playing playing the uh, the primary villain. That's true. So it would be good to see her as a evil person. Evil. That's good. Uh, so the other news that has come out about Guardians of the Galaxy is that uh, Benicio del Toro is also joining the cast. Uh, he has a multi-picture deal, which okay. just basically means that he will probably be in something like Avengers 2, maybe. Right. Uh, possibly further, you know, um, possibly there may be more Guardians of the Galaxy movies uh, or spin-offs or, or something lo- along those lines. So, well, uh, I, I think I think we may have mentioned this when we first started talking about Guardians of the Galaxy because of, like, the... Um, uh, because it takes place in space and it's all about, you know... Uh, galaxy you know type power like you know it, it isn't limited to planet earth that they'll probably link into to uh thanos who we saw at the end of uh the first avengers yep so i mean yeah so it makes sense that you know one of the people in there might i guess play a more overarching role as well yeah and i mean there's 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 so we're, we're, we're just every day we get new news about guardians of the galaxy there's just heaps and heaps and heaps of people joining um this is turning out to be quite a big cast uh, because we've talked about, you know, the fact that it's already, like, it's already got people that we we, we know and love in it. Um, I can't remember their names off the top of my head, of course. That's how much you love them. That's how much I love them. Uh, Glenn Close will be in it. Yeah, Glenn Close is joining the cast. John C. Uh, Riley. Yes. Um, so Glenn Close, I, I always think of her as, uh, Cruella DeVille, which is <laughs> probably sad because I'm sure that's not her best role. Uh, it's it to our generation. It is to, yeah. <laughs> uh, and John C. Riley, you, you would know from various, uh, comedy movies, uh, he was the voice of Wreck-It Ralph. Um, yeah. There's... But there's heaps of people joining the the cast, and it's looking more and more interesting as the uh, as the days go on. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, we'll see. Uh, hopefully, we'll start seeing trailers at some point, and uh, and we'll be able to actually make you know decisions on whether or not we think that this is a good <laughs> a good going to be a good movie or not. Yeah, well, unfortunately, it's still a little ways away. If they're still casting yeah yeah um you know that, that means that if they haven't they, they probably haven't done any uh filming yet yeah it's true uh and i don't think it's due for quite some time um like it's supposed to come out uh kind of mid next year so we've got a we've got a ways to go right um yeah so you know speaking of speaking of karen gillen by the way uh, there is Doctor Who news, so we should probably talk about that because it's pretty big news. Yeah, I guess. But so, who wants to hear about this? Ah, uh, look, everybody wants to hear about this. It's just, you know, everyone. Uh, so, in the last week, uh, it has been announced that Matt Smith is going to be leaving Doctor Who at the end of the year. Right, it's a time for a new Doctor. 
Yeah. So, uh, so of course the you know the the internet uh, when when the story broke, uh, the internet went crazy over this because the internet loves Doctor Who. It would seem. Hmm. Mm. And we love Doctor Who, so that's why we're talking about it. And that's why people are listening to us on the internet. Indeed. Full through stuff. through podcasting. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what'll end up happening is he's going to be in the fiftieth anniversary special, and we've already discussed the fact that Tennant is gonna be uh is gonna be there uh in, in that as well. Right. And then in the Christmas special uh later this year on Christmas Day strangely enough, uh, he is going to regenerate into somebody else, into the 12th Doctor. Into who is the question? Into Doctor Who. Into, yes. Strange. Strangely enough. Uh, we've already seen in the season finale, uh, they... Have you watched it yet? Where yes. are you up to with Doctor Who? I, I got caught up just in time to watch the season finale. Nice. And then not have anything for months. It was terrible. <laughs> so the in, in the um in the season finale they introduced uh John Hurt as the as another doctor. Not another doctor, but kind of a doctor that is apparently seems to be a be a past doctor, but okay. isn't. Right. So I so think he's, the idea a past incarnation, but not almost a different personality. Yeah, so the way that I mean the way that it kind of came across from the uh from the from the finale was that you know they they sat there talking uh you know Smith's doctor the 11th doctor and 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 Clara were standing there looking at him talking about how he is you know he he didn't act in the name of the doctor uh and then John Hurt turns around in a very dramatic way, and they have like the you know John Hurt as the Doctor, you know, right. uh, which in my mind seems to suggest that he's going to be in the like that they're going to cover that sort of story in the uh, in the fiftieth anniversary special, right? Right. So essentially, instead of having uh, instead of having any of the original Doctors or even uh, Eccleston. They're using, they're using like a, a, an interim incarnation, which would suggest, mind you, that the numbering has been all wrong at some stage, and that we're actually missing a number that we've skipped a number. Well, only see, I, I don't think so because if he's not officially the Doctor, as as we know him, then the number still stands. This was just a point where the the Doctor was on hold between certain numbers. Right, but it does mean that he's been regenerating quite a fair bit more yes. uh, than we expected. Um, <clears throat> and really, the only place that it makes sense for him to actually come come in, right, is between the uh, the eighth, eighth and ninth Doctor. So prior to Eccleston, right, where there was a gap, where there was a TV a gap. show, and there wasn't really like it wasn't really. Like there was no uh, regeneration or anything like that. Uh, it was kind of suggested more than it was ever shown. Um, so, mm, I reckon it's probably going to be he's, he's like the the eight and a half Doctor, right? Which is still strange. Uh, anyway, a few people gotten mad about that, and uh, you know, that's the way of the the way things go. Um, a lot of people are. Hating on Steve Moffat for for you know for doing that sort of thing you know how dare you deal like do this to our conti- continuity business thing how dare you and all Star Wars fans look in and go welcome to our world <laughs> this is nowhere near as bad as Star Wars <laughs> yeah it's um it actually does make a lot of sense that there 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 was you know doctors between there was actually, you know, regenerations between there that made, it makes sense that we didn't just go straight from the eighth to the ninth, but it was never kind of suggested that it was, that it was, that that's what happened. Right. It's not like they, you know, they say, oh, this is my 10th regeneration or anything like that in the, yeah. in the show. Uh, it's, it, you know, it's, um, 
it's one of these things where you know we we don't actually necessarily know that you know he that he you know went straight from being uh being the eighth, eighth doctor to being the ninth doctor there could right. have actually been doctors in between there and it, it does make a lot of sense yeah well i think i think in the finale uh clara might say something about or or, or matt smith i don't remember who I, I think they do mention a number like I, I think he may say something like there's 11 of us something along those lines um right but but again that doesn't mean that there aren't that's just saying there's there's 11 i guess versions of him that he's willing to accept yeah that could make sense hmm hmm so then the question is now that we've got john hurt i don't think he's going to take over as you know the doctor on a regular basis right. uh he's he he's just i think i think they've just introduced him really uh, for the purposes of of the fiftieth anniversary, and possibly like one or two, uh, maybe one or two episodes in the future. Yeah. Uh, in the Christmas special, it's more likely that he's going to be replaced, like that that Matt Smith is going to be replaced by the twelfth or whatever number Doctor you want to want to call it. Uh, which suggests that there is casting options, and lots of people have been putting forward casting options. You had one. Yes, and mine is, of course, the best option. And that is, of course, that is Don Cheadle. Yeah. Now, I know, yeah. I know, no, just, just hold that thought. Let, let me explain. All right. So, first off, he'd be the first uh, dark skinned doctor. So, you know, you get a bit of uh, multiculturalism going. Uh, secondly, he, he's, he's a good actor. Like we know, you know, we, I think we've mentioned before, we love Don Cheadle. He makes everything better. So, like, I don't, I don't think we could say that he can't make Doctor Who better because it's Don Cheadle. He makes everything better. Um, and and he 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 did a, a pseudo British accent in the Oceans movies. Um, and you you know like so, and he's he's done accents in other movies as well. So he 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 will be able to 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 fake it. That's just that's just what I'm saying. So I have two points that will just kind of completely destroy your your entire concept there two points go for it so the first point is that doctor who is a pretty major british tv show and they they haven't they they've never cast outside of the uk before and it's unlikely that they're going to cast the main character outside the uk uh at any point in the future which suggests that casting somebody american isn't going to happen I'll pretend like it's acceptable. Go on. <laughs> yeah. So the other the other issue is that uh, is that they're not going to cast somebody that's big got a like a, a big name, so not necessarily well known. Wait, they're not they they're not going to cast somebody that is well known. Is what I mean. I, I understand that. I but I think I think this should be the exception. <laughs> I, I think at at every point in a series, at some point, the the main character should be played by Don Cheadle. Okay, so basically what you're saying is you kind of have this uh, fantasy that Don Cheadle could possibly be cast as the Doctor. And what I'm saying is that that's never, ever going to happen. No, no, no. Uh, what I'm saying is we live in in, in the Cheadleverse. Where... <laughs> <laughs> no. It's, it's no. So uh, the announcement that was made... Uh, it, well, as part of the announcement that was made by um, uh, by um, Matt Smith, yeah, but then you know the response as well from from uh, Russell Dave, not Russell Davies. Why why did I go to Russell Davies? Stephen yeah. Moffat. Uh, so uh, Stephen Moffat's uh, little spiel about it was that. Uh, This is what it says exactly. So, quote, uh, Somewhere out there, right now, all unknowing, just going about their business, is someone who is about to become the Doctor. A life is going to change and Doctor Who will be born all over again. End quote. Uh, That, to me, suggests that it's most definitely going to be somebody who we don't know. Uh, That we've probably... You may have seen him in something or or her in something, uh, but there is no... You know that that you wouldn't recognise them, uh, and as such, I I think you'll find that you you're going to get some uh, 
some British actor that you may have seen in you know in a British film or on a TV show of some some kind uh, playing the Doctor, and then like but and that's really you like you you'll know him for the for, be, for being the Doctor. Uh, well, I, I think that'll be the case for us, but I think. Um, like as I've I've talked to a couple of people about this since the news came out, is that the, the doctors are always generally they're they're British famous, not or not as I, not as I would call them Hollywood famous. Yeah, yeah. So well, I mean, if if you you know if we lived in uh, if we lived in Britain, we might you know the whoever whoever they do announce like oh yeah I've seen him tons of places because I'm pretty sure Tennant was you know Tennant was at least in some some stuff before he he came on Doctor Who. Right, um, that's but it, true. it's just people like us who, I guess, aren't aren't there to you know who who don't really have that much exposure to that. To us, it's he didn't exist until Doctor Who. <laughs> yeah, he was born playing the role. But that's basically that is basically my point. Like he, the the actors cast in the role of Doctor Who are British famous. They're not they're not necessarily globally famous. Right. Uh, I mean, we we did see th- you know like for instance we saw David Tennant in. Uh, in one of the Harry Potter movies, and that came prior to his uh, his involvement in Doctor Who. Um, but we didn't know about him then. We just he was just you know some British actor playing you know something Crouch. I don't know. Is it Barty, or is that his dad? I don't remember which is which. I think it might have been like Barty Crouch Junior. Maybe I yeah. don't know. I'm going to so- get in trouble for 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 ruining Harry Potter now. Ruby, Ruby's looking at me and saying, "Junior." Yeah. So See, technically, I was right. technically, either way, we're right because Barty Crouch and, and Barty Crouch Junior. Well, Barty Crouch is the name. You don't always right. say the Junior part. Yes, what we do in this particular instance. I uh, we have to get it right, or I'll get in trouble with Mel. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, so. We, I mean, we we never like it wasn't like we knew who he was at that stage. He was he was just some kind of nobody really, uh, and and then you know then all of a sudden he gets cast in the Doctor and people real realize that he was in in Harry Potter and it just you know is it's it that sort of thing where um, suddenly he's you know he's something more than uh, more than what he was before, right. Mm. So sorry, but your uh, your uh, fantasy of having Don Cheadle in the role—it's just—it's just not going to happen. As 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 much as I love Don Cheadle, I, I I really do think he's he, he's he's quite good, but no, he's not going to be the Doctor. Well, I'm, I'm just saying, somewhere out there, some some somewhere in the, in the multiverse, is is a is a version of reality where Don Cheadle does become the Doctor, but. Unfortunately, that that multiverse probably means that he's not the John, Don Cheadle that we know and love. No, 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 the multiverse means there's at least one instance where <laughs> it is the Don Cheadle we know and love who also becomes the Doctor. Right, right. Uh huh. So basically, you know, there, there's there's you know there's quite a few uh, options that are going around. Uh, Screen Rant, which is one of the websites that I I use for you know collecting my movie and TV news, uh, put had an article which I will link to in the show notes, which lists seven different people that they think is uh, is very likely who very likely could become the next Doctor. Okay. Um, none of whom whose names I recognise. Uh, I thought I recognized one guy's face, but you know that doesn't necessarily mean anything. <laughs> uh, the other, the other person that was uh, that, that is possibly up for the role um, was actually up for the eleventh role, and we've seen him in Doctor Who before. Uh, do you remember the Titanic episode? Yes, yes, I do. Do, do you remember the sailor with the sticky outy ears? Yes, isn't he the one that the doctor sets up with um Captain Jack? Uh, yes. Yes, yes at you the are end correct. Of that season, yeah. Yeah, so uh, at the end uh, in the end of time when, you know, the doctor is saying all of his goodbyes uh and you know, we're saying goodbye to all the characters that uh Russell Davies brought to the show and that we're probably never going to see again. Uh in in that particular uh 
that 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 guy uh, who's the actor is Russell Tovey. Uh, he was originally up for the role of the eleventh Doctor, I think, or possibly the tenth. I forget. I'm sure I will probably get uh, get told after this. <laughs> Uh, but he was he was up for the role of one of the doctors and uh, and was obviously beat out by uh, by the person who actually did get the role, right? Uh, and the suggestion is is that he might actually be up for it again. Okay. So he is somebody that we actually have some idea of who he is, but still, he's not particularly uh, globally famous. I mean, right. I only really recognise him because of his work on Doctor Who. Uh, he's also fairly well known for his role in being in the UK version of being human um which several people watch you know one or two really right uh but who knows yeah i don't know like as, as much as I'm, I'm sure it'll be you know whoever they choose even if they choose him it'll be fine i i just find it weird when they when when shows do that when they you know cast the same person as a different role well they did that with Karen Gillan you realize that yeah Karen Gillan was in, in Doctor Who twice. Was she? What was the first thing she was? So, uh, she was in the episode... Um, I'm going to forget the name of it off the top of my head. Hang on. I'll see if I can find it while I still talk. Uh, there was an episode uh, with Tennant and I think it was Donna Noble. I think they were in... Uh, they were in... What's the volcano one? Volcano Day. What's yes, that one called? Yes, um, Vesuvius. Yeah, so... In, uh... Oh, gosh. How do I not know this? This is history stuff. I should know this as well, but I've completely forgotten. Oh, we're terrible people. I think it was kind of towards the end of, uh... Of Tenants... The Fires of Pompeii is the episode title. If I'd remembered the the name of the place, I'd probably have remembered the name of the uh, episode. Uh, The Fires of Pompeii. So... Karen Gillan played one of the soothsayers in that. Was she covered in paint? She was covered in in paint, so they had like markings on her face. Yes, uh, and she wore and she wore a like a, a hood, but there like there were points at which you could quite clearly see her face. Okay, well then I don't know what to say anymore. My world <laughs> has been shattered. Oh. So it's it's not until like I don't think they've ever done the same sort of thing with the Doctor. Uh, but they've certainly, you know, they, they certainly reuse cast members all the time. Uh, so it's, it's very likely that they, that, you know, that we could end up with somebody that we've already seen playing the doctor. Like we're secretly like Captain Jack is the doctor. No, Captain Jack <laughs> can't be the doctor because Captain Jack is supposed to be the face of Bo. Who's also the doctor, Dr. Bo. But given that we've seen the doc, that we've seen, uh, we've seen Don Bo Cheadle. die. All right, Don Cheadle. <laughs> we've given that we've seen Bo die. Mm, that would technically mean that this would be his last ever uh, regeneration. Well, technically, we've seen the Doctor die as well. That's true. So that would be problematic. Mm. Welcome to the world of time travel. And regeneration. It's all prob- it's all problematic, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Mm. Speaking of problematic, <laughs> I love my I love my seg- segues. Uh, you might know, and I certainly know because I've watched it all already. Uh, that Arrested Development came back on Netflix. I did like an enti- an entire season in one day, and uh, I meant to talk about it last week on the show and completely forgot because. I didn't write it down. <laughs> Good work. Uh, fortunately, it means that I've had a chance to watch all of it. Mind you, I'd watched all of it already. I I'd, I'd, I watched it all in the course of like a single single day. Uh, so you had a lot of free time. Yeah, well, I just sat sat here and and watched it on on the Monday that it came out. Mm. And I. Uh, but also what's happened is, you know, quite a few people have come out with, with their thoughts on the whole idea. And uh, people don't like it. Well, people don't really like it. Like, people loved the, you know, the, the original Arrested Development, but people aren't necessarily liking the new season. 
which is sad. I, I think part of the problem is it's been so long between seasons that you've had a lot of time to kind of get your hopes up. Mm. Oh, yeah. absolutely. It's one of those things where, uh, where you know, you're hoping for a sequel so that it will, uh, you know, it will explain all the things that you think were left unsaid, and then they do it, and they don't do any of the stuff that you wanted them to do. Right. Uh, and really, in that sort of a situation, it's far better left up to your imagination as to what happened next. Uh, and I think this is a similar situation because uh, they did. Like they 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 brought it back, and I think a lot of people got d- disappointed uh, by by the way that the uh, season worked, and by you know the what the characters did and where the characters went uh, in in the show. Um, it is a little different to the original show. So the original show was kind of like each episode was kind of singular and didn't really. There wasn't a whole lot of crossover. I mean, it was a it was. There was a lot, like there was kind of ongoing storylines and stuff like that that you normally see in TV these days, right? Uh, but there wasn't necessarily a lot, like as much kind of intertwining stuff as right. well, what you for, saw. For, the, for those that haven't seen it yet, well, I think I think we can say without spoiling anything is that. Uh, well, I mean, you might know this better than I, because again, I'm I'm only like five or six episodes in, but that each episode tends to focus on one person. Yeah, well, th- that was already well. That was already okay. uh, like announced before before uh, it was released. Is that yeah? Each episode has a focus on one particular character, uh, and each each character in the show gets at least an episode uh, where they get to kind of carry carry the episode, I guess. Right. Uh, which is unusual for 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 this particular show. Um, other shows do that uh, and do it to a fairly, you know, good extent. Um, for example, Star Trek: Next Generation uh, does that quite, uh, quite heavily. They they will focus on one or two uh, characters, right? And the best times the are where it's an episode a, where it's a Q centric episode. <laughs> yeah, Mel loves the Q centric Q centric episodes um, with their with their Q pun titles. Yes. Yes. Like Cupid. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Uh, so ba- basically, you know, th- th- there's there's quite a lot of uh, quite a lot of people are kind of disappointed by how much they tried to. I don't I don't know if it's the fact that they tried to fit too much into this into the season or into the episode. Uh, my my opinion is that the epi- like it's it's very convoluted. Uh, you will. You kind of have to pay attention to what's going on. Like you can't just sit there and have it, like have it on. You actually have to be paying attention because otherwise you'll get lost. You won't know what's happening. Right. Uh, because they kind of you know they go over parts of like they'll go over a scene uh, with one character and then they'll do basically they'll do they'll do it again with another like but focusing on a different character in this in that particular scene or it's not really a scene. It's more like focusing on them in a in that particular time, I guess. Right. You know, so there's an event going down and you'll follow one person around the event, but then the like you'll see uh you, the next episode you'll see somebody else, you know, one of the other characters at the same event, but you know, going around doing their stuff and you know, there's little overlaps and stuff and you know, they kind of they kind of try to use uh, use the editing to draw out the story s- slowly. Uh, but it does kind of, it's, uh, it's very, it does kind of feel convoluted a little bit. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think, I think you said it before when you said they, they try to put a lot into it. Like already I, I found like a lot of it. So it's like, they're really busy. Like yeah. there, there's, it isn't that slow joke. It's, it's always, okay, we got to do this and then do that. And then no, laugh here. All right. Now go over here. Now laugh here. <laughs> oh, that's funny. And then go this, go to that. You know, you should, you should run a TV show. Yes, yes, I should. Mm, mm, <laughs> it would mm. be the Don Cheadle hour. <laughs> uh, you, you can call it Been There, Don That. That is great. That That yep. is the best idea I have ever heard. <laughs> uh, right off the top of the head. Uh, awesome. I don't think, I don't think we're going to, uh, we're, we're going to get any better than that. 
I think we can quit podcasting and make a sitcom. <laughs> so I'll just I'll just kind of step aside, and Don Cheadle can join the cast, and uh, and yeah, it'll just be the adventures of you and you and Don in you, everyday you, life. You can be our quirky neighbor. <laughs> Yay! Uh, good, good, good. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to be laughing about that much a lot for for the whole week, really. Good. Uh, so. I mean, what, how how do you feel about this? This you know, so far, given that you've you haven't kind of gotten into it uh, quite a you know whole lot, how how are you feeling about the the season as it I, stands? I feel like it's okay. Um, like I don't think it's bad, mm. but I think I was expecting a bit more. Yeah, I think I think I agree with you there. I I was expecting. Uh, I was expecting more. I mean, I knew that it was you know doing they were doing some different stuff like uh, like focusing on the one character and 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 that sort of thing. Uh, I didn't quite expect it to be to kind of work the way that it did. Uh, it was very different. Uh, they've introduced like new characters for the for the season, uh, and I guess uh, my my biggest disappointment is that i felt the the way that i feel about it was that the, the the it didn't really kind of pay off in the end like you kind of following all this stuff that's going on and then it kind of it ended in a way that like my my first reaction was okay there must be like a movie or a different season coming as well because they can't just end it like that surely i think there is a movie yeah so I, I think I think this season is essentially to get you caught up for the movie. Yeah, well, that's really the only way that it can can work out because the way that it, literally the way that it ends, uh, like it it doesn't really give you any sort of closure, which is really annoying because if the movie ends up going not going forward for whatever reason, uh then then we're left with you know and and it gets essentially cancelled again then we're left with you know this giant cliffhanger that was that is far worse of an ending than what than what the uh episode so, sorry the season 3's en- ending was right okay cuz you know because season 3 the way that season 3 uh the original series ended was you know with the boat and kind of you know and kind of harking back to the original, you know, the, to the start of the series and stuff right. like that. And and instead it was going to be, it wasn't going to be, you know, uh, George that was going to, to jail, it was going to be Lucille. And so, you know, it kind of, uh, it ended that way and it all was kind of tied up in a, in a way that, I guess, made sense, but also uh, kind of felt like, felt closed. I, I mean, it did to me, like it felt like it, like the, the season was, you know, the series was done. And as much as they, you know, kind of got uh, cancelled fairly, you know, in a fairly fairly short period of time, you right. know, they managed to kind of tie most things up. Uh, the way that this ends now is that it's 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 just open to new stuff, and like, and there's no uh, there is no kind of closure. So if the movie doesn't go go forward for for whatever reason, or if the uh, or if the show doesn't like if it doesn't get another season or something which is pretty unlikely i think uh then it's uh, like it's just going to feel unfinished forever right and you'll, you'll I, be stuck like like i said it'll be you'll be stuck in a worse location than you were before yeah yeah so given that um i i i'm like i, I exactly like you said um i'm not I, I don't not like the series. I quite like it. I'm watching it through another time because I'm watching it with a male now. And I'm not like, I'm not having, you know, any sort of bad reaction to that. It's, you know, it's not like a terrible show, um, but it's not a great one. And it's right. certainly not as, it's certainly not as great as the, the Arrested Development that we, uh, that we all knew and loved. Right. Mm. Mm. Plus everybody looks old. And I think I think we need to mention that as well. Oh, the the weirdest person in the the weirdest looking person in this particular uh, season, and I 
I have to kind of uh, you know preface this with I, you know, it's it's not she she looks weird. Dang it, it just doesn't look natural. Uh, is uh, Portia de Rossi? Yes, yes. Ruby and I were just saying that today because we 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 just watched today um, the episode that was focused on her, and I I couldn't tell I I just couldn't tell what was what was different. Like I couldn't place it. She's like, had. I, I, yeah, yeah. So she's had plastic she, surgery. She's had Botox yeah. uh, in the in the forehead. It yeah, makes her forehead look really weird. Yeah, really weird. It, um, it's, it's one of those things like you look at her and you go, something seems really off. Yeah, she just doesn't like. She seems like. Have you have have you ever been to like uh to, you know, to Hollywood and walk down Hollywood Boulevard, and and you and you see the like the 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 cartoon characters and the movie characters and stuff out on the sidewalk and they're all like there's just people dressed up and they're uh and they're doing like they're taking photos with with people yeah you've seen that right yeah uh you know it's basically like really bad cosplay uh that it's it's kind of like that of Lindsay bluth like i look at looked at her and i was like that's i know that's supposed to be Lindsay bluth but it looks like a really bad version of Lindy Bluth. It looks like yeah. they just got the makeup really wrong or something. Um I I do have I do have, you know, good news for you. Uh she, she eventually what happens is, you know, she she changes she changes her hair uh and it kind of goes away and you never have to really think about it again because okay. she's all of a sudden she looks she looks relatively normal uh i don't know if you've seen the i don't know if you've seen the uh well i mean you've seen the opening for the for the show yes. uh she looks she eventually looks like she does in the opening of the show right. as opposed to as opposed to what she does in the, in the actual you know first for a few episodes yeah hey hey just weird she looks weird like I'm just I'm just gonna put it out there, and you can all hate on me for you know for thinking that, but wow, she did just wow. Why, why would you do that to yourself? Plastic surgery. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, we have one more topic for today. Yeah. And that is fables. I don't know if you've ever read the fables comic or heard of it. I know about the game series Fable. Completely but it's just different. like it's a single singular fable. Hmm. Well, imagine you had more than one of them, and that would be the name, but none of the content. <laughs> okay. Uh, right. Imagining. Good, good. Now picture that in your mind. <laughs> <laughs> okay, doing it. All right. Go. So, fables is a comic. Uh, uh, from Vertigo, which is owned by DC, but it's it's where the, it's it's a bit more um, indie is probably the wrong word, but that's the best one I can come up with. Mm, so mm, I guess I the, know what the you less, mean, yeah. Less mainstream, so you know they can well, they I'm can looking, be. I'm looking can, at the article that you that you're going to be linking in the show notes, uh, and there's a picture on like at, at the top of the article, and just looking at that kind of gives tells me all I need to know about what the comic is like. Yeah, and I will say there, there's a pig soldier and there's a woman yep. with a bird on her and... And there's an arm a, coming out of nowhere with a knife and yep. a tiger. Yes, and, and I'm pretty a, sure there's a stuffed bunny. There's a there's a bunny rabbit that's got guns. Yes. So and there's like... So, yeah. So there's some weirdness. Um, yeah, so, so Vertigo is, is where DC does its... Um, where they can kind of have a bit, a bit more different, different comics. Like, the, I guess the comics that aren't about superheroes, right? Um, yeah. So, so Fables is about. Um, oh, I'm just trying to think the best way to describe this. Uh, imagine if all the fairy tale characters uh, had to escape their world and came to New York City. So, is it like uh, Once Upon a Time then? Sort of, except Fables was around first. So really, Once Upon a Time is a bit like Fables. Um, and Fables it, is probably not going to have really, really bad CG. Yes. <laughs> well, like one, really one, bad. Yeah. Because there's levels of CG, right? There's there's like movie CG where they put a lot of effort into it, and it usually looks pretty good. 
Um, then there's like television CG, which usually because of budget constraints doesn't doesn't look always look as good as as movie stuff. But there is there are some examples of like a pretty pretty good CG right uh, in television. Um, and then there's Once Upon a Time. And it comes way down under every TV CGI ever. And it's, it's all, just it's all terrible. stick figures and, you know, uh, it's, it's just nasty. Just nasty. Like, trying to watch the dude that plays, like, the Pinocchio character in that. It's just, oh, it's... Yeah. It looks like a bad CG version of Pinocchio. Just, wow. Wow. Well, you know, it's funny that you actually mentioned Once Upon a Time because... Uh, ABC in the U.S. Um, they actually had a, a deal for a while with with uh, you know to, to to make a Fables TV show, and they kind of let that drop and went with Once Upon a Time instead. Well, it makes sense because ABC is owned by Disney, right? Yeah. Disney owns Marvel, and so it's unlikely that uh, that Disney wants ABC doing anything that is uh, related to. Related to DC, which is owned by uh, Warner, Warner Brothers. Brothers. Yeah. Hmm. But that being said, I mean, I'm, I, I think all those companies, as much as they'd love to stick to their own uh, product, they want to make money as well. So if if they think they right. can do it, they'll they'll do it. You know. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So so fables, uh, fairy tale characters, uh, th- their worlds are being taken over, and so they escape to New York. They don't lose their memories or anything like in Once Upon a Time. So they, they know exactly who they are. Um, and it's just about them trying to, uh, trying to survive, trying to deal with the issues of both, you know, living in, in our world and, you know, when their world starts to spill over into, into here. Uh, but it has, you know, it has your, your, the characters you expect. It has Snow White. It has, uh, three little pigs. It has Big B Wolf, who is the big bad wolf. Huh. I get uh, it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's got, but but it, it's not just um, your main fairy. Well, okay, uh, sorry. I'm trying to think of the best way to explain this. It's not always the type, of the characters you'd expect as you'd expect them to be. Like uh, Jack Frost is pretty much all the Jacks you've ever heard of in any in any story. Mm. So he's he's Jack and Bean Beanstalk. He's Jack and Jill, um, and and he's a bit of a womanizer and a jerk. Uh, but like, but he's a fun character to read about, which is because he's ridiculous. Yeah. And the way they're they're the way they're set up is the more famous you are, the more resilient you are. So, okay. like a character that we've never heard of, but who might be in one story, if someone were to to kill them, they would die. But someone like Jack, you could throw him out of a car, and he would bounce right back up. Right. Okay. Fair enough. Yep. Makes sense. So you know that that that, that plays in, into certain things, and so one one of the other characters is Prince Charming. Right, of course. Um, but he, he's he's not just Prince Charming from one story. He's Prince Charming from a couple of them. Okay. So it's it's the same. So essentially, it's not it's not a new prince each time. It's the same prince who just gets you know fed up with one woman and moves on to the next. Again, a bit of a womanizer. I'm sensing a theme. Yeah. So I mean, it, it's it's an interesting. Um, I guess it's an interesting take on that. You know, it's a that a lot of the characters are the same character, and it's just all their adventures that they've gone on. But also that they're not as clean cut as a lot of stories make them out to be. Sure, uh, you know, so characters that you think, oh, I'd, I'd normally root for that guy, but you go, no, 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 he's he's a jerk, and I don't like him. You know, I, I want to, I'm actually rooting for the the woman who would, uh, essentially is is the the woman who who pushes the who tries to eat the kids in uh, Hansel and Gretel. You find out she's she's not as bad as you think. That kind of stuff. Right. Well, I mean, she was because she tried to eat kids, but after that, yeah. We, we we all make our mistakes, um, yeah. And I think it, it's probably similar to Once Upon a Time in a sense that it's anyone who who doesn't really have any rights associated with them can be pulled in, right? Uh, so, so anyone who who's from a a book whose copyright has has gone out, that kind of stuff. So yeah. there were so you know you have the, you have the your general uh, fairy tales like you know Goldilocks and uh, you know Snow White, but then you also I think there was, I think there was a an, an issue where there was Aladdin, the original Aladdin, not the obviously not like the Disney remake, but um, the, the one that Disney based it on. And yep. I think there was even one where 
you saw the Dorothy from the Wizard of Oz. Yep. Okay. So you know, so it kind of takes any kind of what really any kind of story, any kind of fable, all has its own. Like each one has its own world. Okay. So you know, it, you you know you you get the you get the European fables, which is what we like. You get the Arabian fables. You you know you get the well what what they call the American fables. You know, so like the the newer stories. Um, so the, I guess the point of all this is that they're making a movie with this now. Okay. Um, the, the people who are involved aren't really well known. The, the writer is Jeremy Slater. And according to his IMDb page, all he's done is a reboot of Fantastic Four, which hasn't come out yet. Right. Yeah, no, that's, I don't even know that that is coming out. Yeah, neither did I. <laughs> I think I think it's I think it got killed. Anyway, it says this one's in pre-production to come out in 2015. Oh, maybe it's still going. Who knows? And then the director is his name is Nicolaj Arcel. Yep. And the he says he's best known for his 2012 film A Royal Affair, which I've never heard of. It it sounds like something I've heard of, but I know nothing about it. So, uh, so really, there's there's not really many. Uh, there's no names associated with this yet. Yeah, fair enough. But it's still an interesting development, and you know, it's it's good to know that this hasn't just kind of fallen by the wayside because of you know not being able to get the TV deal. Like they're they're still trying to push it to to get it out there. Yeah, well, it makes sense, uh, and it would be it would it certainly would be nice to see the same sort of stuff that's in Once Upon a Time in a better version of Once Upon a Time. Yeah. <laughs> because Once Upon a Time is pretty dang awful. I have to be honest. I mean, we still watch it. Oh, yeah, I still yeah. watch it. I'm I'm a glutton for punishment, is is what I am. Uh, so, I, you know, I, I continue to put myself through that uh, as the seasons continue. Uh, but more and more, I'm realizing how bad it really is. Like, just how really bad it is. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's pretty much all we've got time for. Well, I think we we uh, had some good times here. Hmm. Hmm. Not as not as many good times as will be coming up in our uh, our future television sitcom. Been there, done that. Uh, if you guys want to read any of the stuff that we've talked about today, uh, if you want to get uh, some more information about the podcasting thing, the the patent stuff that's going down, uh, or if you want to you know uh, read about the Guardians of the Galaxy stuff or the Doctor Who stuff, uh, we throw all of our links into show notes and put them on the website. And if you listened to Jelly and Me before, you probably already know that. Uh, and in fact, you probably already know what the URL is. The, the link to get there but just because I'm nice and just because you probably have forgotten what number of episode this is I'm going to tell you what it is it's jillianbean.co forward slash 28 easy uh, you can also get in touch with us we like it when you send us emails we like it when you talk to us on Twitter and you can do that very easily because uh, there is a, a form on our website as well at jillianbean.co forward slash contact where you can jump on there, you can write us an email and we will read about it. Not read about the email, but we'll read the email. That's what I'm trying to oh, get It at. seems we've got an email. Let's read about it. <laughs> oh, yes. It was sent uh, at you know 5.18 p.m. Good, good. I'm done now. Uh, you can also talk to us on Twitter. Uh, we, I spend a lot of time there. Uh, and so does Brandon, it turns out. Uh, and Brandon can be found at Brandroid Attack, and I am at Jelly Bean Soup. Thank you guys for listening. It has been an excellent episode. We love talking into your eardrums and also into your brain. Uh, we will talk to you next week again because that's what we do every week we talk to you and we'll see you then 